Hello, Trash Crusaders. Welcome to episode 10 of Save Trash Cinema, the podcast, where exploitation and exploration come together. It is I, your humble host, your guide through trash cinema, and your friendly neighborhood garbage can, Cayman Darty. And on today's episode, we're going to outer space and back to Earth again with the blood-soaked 90s sci-fi action film, Doll Man. But before we get into that, let me introduce you to somebody who suffers week in and week out. Someone who has sacrificed not only his body, but his soul to the art of trash cinema, Patrick Schweiger. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. The sufferer. Patrick the sufferer Schweiger. Here I am. In the flesh. You know, I am I wearing pants? Is, no one will know. This is the first time in like, I think, four episodes that I haven't made you read off something from Urban Dictionary, and you're welcome for that. I honestly... I think it goes without saying, even though I'm going to say it. I, I'm very glad I didn't have to read some fucking raunch. Raunch. Well, enough about your raunch. Let's mm. get on to our very special guest on today's show. You might remember his dulcet tones from our April Fool's Day episode. The one, the only, the exceptionally handsome, Jeremiah Hobbs. Jeremiah, how are you today? What's up, fat boys? Yeah. <laughs> How <are you> doing? <laughs> Listen, I know that we talk about uh, trash cinema uh, on this podcast, but I watched both seasons of Dollface on uh, Hulu, and it was actually pretty good. Kat Dennings, Brenda Song. I don't know why, why you guys are ripping this uh, this show. Uh, I mean, Jeremiah, it's canceled uh, for a reason, bud. Doll What's Man. That? Doll Man is actually what we watched today. Oh, no. Doll Oh, ooh. okay, good. Ooh. Well, fortunately, that's uh, already in my library, so we can talk about that one, too. Great. Beautiful. Well, enough about Dollhouse, Dollface, and Fat Boys. <laughs> Let's jump into a little quick housekeeping. We'd love it if you rated and reviewed the podcast on your podcast app of choice. Don't forget, you can be on the show by emailing us your thoughts and questions to savetrashcinema at gmail.com, or you can DM us on Twitter at savetrashcinema or on Instagram at savetrashcinema as well. Make sure to check out last week's first ever crossover episode with Spotlight Games when we broke the boundaries, mm. trash cinema and video games, when we reviewed the reboot of Resident Evil, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. We will be continuing to release minisodes as well as crossover episodes in between our normal episodes, so make sure to stay tuned for those. So we have some very exciting content coming down in the pipeline very mm. soon. Down the I saw the trailer line. for the new uh, Resident Evil. The new one coming out on oh, yeah, Netflix. The, it looks the, good. It's an animated show, right? No. No? There are people. The, oh, the like, real yeah, Lance, people. Yeah, Lance Henriksen is it. Whoa. Not Lance Henriksen. Who's the, the guy from uh, Fringe? Uh, Lance Reddick. I don't know. Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. He's in it. I think he's playing. Whoa. I think he's playing. Uh, Wesker Lance in this Bass. Month? Ooh, Lance Bass would be great. Well, I think you meant Lance Bass. That episode, if you want to listen to it, it's out already. So you should, if you haven't already, check it out. It's fantastic. But we're not going to waste any more time because we got a lot to dive into today. A lot of bodies exploding. A lot mm. of thirteen-inch men <laughs> and some fat boys. So let's jump into a little overview of. Doll Man. Doll Man is a 1991 sci-fi action film directed by Albert Puyan and written by none other than the puppet master himself, Charles Band. Now, Albert Puyan is best known for directing films such as The Sword and Sorcerer, JCVD's Cyborg, which I know Patrick absolutely loves, and the ill-fated 1990s Captain America film. (laughs) So... You can just imagine what this movie is like. Now, Charles Band, on the other hand, is the founder of Full Moon Features and the creator of famous trash cinema series such as the Puppet Master series, Demonic Toys, The Ginger Dead Man, Subspecies, and one of my personal favorites, Evil Bong. The Ginger Dead Man? I'm waiting for the day for us to to do that. Gary well, Busey it, classic. It is a Christmas film, so... Get ready oh, okay. Christmas time. We right. will 100% be reviewing right. Ginger Dead Man. Now, the film itself, it follows a, a, a space police cop named Brick Bardo, otherwise known as Doll Man. 
Uh, he is forced to land on Earth after chasing a head, we would call just the head. Uh, <laughs> though regular size on his home planet, he is doll-sized here on Earth, as are the enemy forces who have landed here as well. While Bl Brick enlists the help of an impoverished girl and her son, the bad guys enlist the help of a local gang. When word leaks out to his location, all hell breaks loose. Brick is besieged by an onslaught of curious kids, angry gang members, and his own doll-sized enemies. And he must protect the family who has helped him and get off the planet alive. Now, the film stars Tim Tomerson. Uh, you might remember him from Catherine Bigelow. Uh, you, you might know her from a thing called uh, Perfect Dark 30 mm. or Zero Dark 30, um, Zero Dark 30 or, or The Hurt Locker. I don't know these films because I only watch trash cinema. Uh, he's also in Charles Band's <laughs> Trancers. Uh, or you might have seen him in one of his other 206 acting roles. Uh, now, the film also stars Jackie Earl Haley. So, yes. Yeah, Jesus You're Christ. You might, know him. <laughs> you might know him as Rorschach uh, from Watchmen, or his, uh, his Oscar-nominated performance in Little Children, and the ill-begotten Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. It also or stars Human Target on Fox. Did you see Human Target on Fox? No. no I watched awful. two seasons of a shitty show because Jackie Earl Haley was the second lead in it. He was awesome. It was like James Bond, but American. It was terrible. Fantastic. <laughs> well, the movie also stars a bunch of people you've never heard of. But guess what? They exist frozen in time within Dollman. Now... The film itself runs for an hour and 22 minutes and sports a rotten tomato score 50%. Uh, actually, making one of the highest rated films we've covered so far in Safe Trash Cinema within at least the main episodes. Um, you know, we save the good stuff for when Patrick's not here. Yeah, now, fucking the, <laughs> bullshit. The film itself is currently streaming on Full Moon Direct, the streaming service for Charles Band's Full Moon Features, as well as, you guessed it, streaming for free on Tubi. To be, you can also, you, you can also get a physical copy on Amazon or through Full Moon if you choose to do so yourself. And there's a, something I do want to point out. Someone did ask me the other day. They said, "Cayman, why is it all of the movies that you guys review, or majority of them, all are on Tubi?" And one, it's because they're trash. And two, it's because trash movies tend to be incredibly cheap. Now, I will say, every single movie that we cover outside of Fresh, it was the only one. Uh, just because you can't purchase a physical copy, I buy every single movie to support the creators. And if you collect physical copies of films, may I recommend doing the same? You'll show your love and support and keep trash cinema alive by doing so. Now, with all that being said, and the overviews out of the way, why don't we take a little time to discuss some initial thoughts? Patrick, what did you think about Dollman? <sighs> I regret to inform both you, Cayman, and our audience that I fucking hated this movie. I'm not shocked. It just like w even when you're reading the not even when as you're reading through the synopsis, I'm like on paper, this movie fucking slaps. What a fun concept. This little 13 inch man on Earth with a gun that can blow people to Timbuktu. Just like uh, on paper, it just sounded like it was going to be a Patrick ass trash film. And I just didn't like it, unfortunately. That's a shame. That's it a is shame. a shame. Um, Jeremiah, what did you think of Dollman? I had a good time with this movie in the sense that as I was watching this movie, I could tell that no one involved in this movie was happy that I was watching this. Movie. <laughs> Everybody who was a part of this movie was like, oh, fuck, he found Dollman. I wish that he had found something different. Here's the thing. Like the head is mm -hmm. one of those guys. Like I've seen that guy in a hundred things and he is awesome. And he's great in this movie. Everybody is doing like their best in just a, a shit movie. It's, it reminds me of a lot of the theater that, uh, that I've done in my past that you get a script and you go, Oh, this sucks. And then you start rehearsals and like two weeks in, you're like, Actually, I think that this is great. And then you get to opening night and people are there and you go, no, this sucks. This is <laughs> I was right the first time. Uh, I think that Dollman, it feels like everybody involved during the making of it was like, yeah, let's go for it. Why not? Uh, and then they watched it and were like, oh, no. Uh, how do we bury this? <laughs> On Tubi. On Tubi. Tubi is our, our lead sponsor. <laughs> Tubi. <laughs> 
Well, I appreciate both of your candor thoughts. And I think I'm going to save my opinion for the end of the film. Like oh, I always do. Because Ooh, I always I do. Wait. Hey, you run this show, baby. Do whatever you but, want. But, you know, with those initial thoughts out of the way and a little precursor on what's about to happen, on to the show, Doll Man, everyone. On the planet Arcturus, he's the toughest cop around. On the planet Earth, he's 13 inches tall, Dollman. 13 inches with an attitude. The film opens 10,000 light years from Earth on the planet Arcturus. We see a that? criminal being surrounded by space police. He's running around waving a gun, yelling at the police to leave him alone. I'm also pretty sure it's Carrot Top. Almost certainly. This guy definitely looks like Carrot Top. Can I just say, I was looking for Jackie Earl Haley from the very beginning of this movie, <laughs> and I was like, is that him? Is it, he looks is so young, different. Is that a young Jackie Earl Haley? Yeah. You know, the thing is with Jackie Earl Haley in this movie is that we know he's like probably in his 20s, early 30s, if that. And he lo- looks the exact same. Like the he exact looks like a 60-year-old 55, man. yeah. 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 <laughs> also, just- I love, in this era, I feel like the 90s did something very unique with sci-fi films where they would try to guess what the future looked like. And like, I feel like if it still happens in cinema today, it's just not as noticeable. Maybe, maybe they've just mm-hmm. gotten better at it. But I, one of the cops had this, like he's wearing this helmet and he has like a, a microphone coming out and it's just like a plastic straw. It's a straw. It is yes. just, it is an actual straw. That is the microphone. In the future, they have figured out how to make McDonald's straws into microphones for police officers. Love that. It's because they're saving the planet. Unlike us, they're already sure. gone through climate <laughs> right. change. They know how to use plastic straws better. Now, ironically, the their world looks like shit. So <laughs> the criminal stumbles into a building filled with women and children. He takes Hold a on. few women, hostage. Fat women and children. So, and we're trying to be nice here. <laughs> yes. That, he, that's what the, the dialogue says. Yes. He directly quote, calls sorry, them quote, fat. Quote he, fat women and children. Yes. He directly calls them fat. And he takes a few of the, the larger women and then he <laughs> ties them all together around himself. Uh, and he, he holds them hostage and he threatens to kill them if the police try to barge in. Now, one of the cops now is calling up some backup. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you. It's motherfucking doll man. Oh, now, and the cop calling in backup, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. lives next door to uh, Clark Griswold in Christmas Vacation. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is that guy? Yeah, yeah, that is actually. Whoa. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is uh, super pretentious husband. Man. I was mm-hmm. like, I know that guy. He goes home to uh, to his uh, bitch wife and make yeah, fun well, of Clark Griswold. You know, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> now, the cop calling it backup gets the mayor on the phone and he tells the <laughs> captain he says to give into the criminals demands and to not let doll man onto the scene because he'll cause and i quote ultra violence mm-hmm. there's a lot to unpack already but i want to inject some trivia into the conversation this is one of the many occasions when the director has used the name brick bardo he also used it uh, for a minor antagonist in the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie Cyborg and first used it, used it in Radioactive Dreams. Something about the name Brick Bardo really it's speaks cool to name. Albert. I mean, it's a cool name. It's a really cool name. I mean, when I get married, I might change my name to Whoa. Brick Bardo. Whoa. It's better than Cayman Darty, let's be honest, guys. I mean, I- I'm not going to agree. I'm not going to disagree. Here's my, my, my first issue with this movie, though. Okay. Like, I don't... Crazy bad guys, you can do whatever you want. Like, you're going to be stopped, whatever. But, like, I want to have some context. I want to understand your why. Why are you trying to kill these, quote-unquote, fat people? You know what I mean? Like, it just, we're just supposed to accept that this guy just hates fat people for some reason? Yes. And we just never get anything. Why didn't they give me a monologue directly to the camera explaining to me why this carrot top lookalike wants to kill fat people? Not yeah. to spoil the ending, but is... you could have taken 10 minutes off of the ending to do a 10-minute monologue <laughs> at the beginning of this movie. We'll get there. Guys, we're the missing the point here. This is trash cinema. We don't need context. <laughs> we don't yeah, need I guess. we need people to explode. And guess what happens very soon? That's true. The police chief he ignores the mayor and lets a doll man through. Now, doll man explains to the cop 
when he asks him what he's going to do, and he just explains to him how to do laundry. And it's at yeah. this point that I'm like, oh, okay, this is just like absurdism. This movie is just nothing's going to make sense. It's all fucking weird. But then it doesn't continue this trend. It just is know, a man. random I, aside about laundry. I disagree. I think this movie is weird from start to finish. Now, mm-hmm. when Dollman enters into the building, which we find out is, is a laundry mat, and he begins to do his laundry, this definitely happens. Uh, Carrot Top accosts Dollman and exclaims that he's going to, and I quote, kill these fat ladies. And that, another quote, the fat is going to hit the fan. <laughs> one of the best lines real lives these are real lives from a movie right well here's the thing in- though is that the 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 criminal sure be f- as fat phobic as you want because you're the bad guy i get it but then brick bardo starts calling the little kid fat boy everybody's fat phobic in this new world mm-hmm. that we live in yes i don't want to uh, live on this planet that's for sure I've had, I've had quite a few apple turnovers in the past few days. I don't, I'm not sure that I want to go to that laundromat. I mean, look, look, here's the thing. If we don't fix the way that climate crisis is happening in this world, we might be living on this planet soon. Sure. You know, we might just be stuck and we have to go 10,000 light years to live on a planet then, where they hate fat people. Then Which I guess not. there's not a lot of food. Maybe there's I mean, not let's a be lot honest, of food. Guys, I, don't, I don't think here on Earth right now, people... Are particular to fat people either it's not like this is some they're bucking some trend of like appreciation hot take artist i'm Whoa. sorry i have to say hot it. take artist came and darty wow oh. i think he's just gonna say it i think he just it. nuked our our uh ratings i love well, all I'm, friends uh no i'm just, not saying i, I don't no i've heard came and darty hates fat people is that that's uh is that the title up of the episode? I think it That's might the be. the title of the episode. Dollman doesn't give a shit about any of this, though, and he pulls out a gun. One of the kids then exclaims, quote, That's the Luger Blaster, the most powerful handgun in the universe. To which right. Dollman right. replies, quote, Yes, it is. Yes, it is, fat boy. Fat boy. <laughs> this is going off rails. I love this movie. This is, this is going <laughs> off rails so fast. All right. Yes, oh. it is, so, fat boy. This <laughs> This scenario apparently scares the women that Carrot Top has strapped to himself so badly that they go into cardiac arrest, causing this whole structure of of women and Carrot Top to tip over, ostensibly crushing Carrot Top to death. Mm. God forgive me. The mayor... Oh man, when I saw that death, I was like, oh, I know what we're in for. As a matter of fact, this is around the time that I paused the movie, texted Patrick and said, uh, I think I need to smoke a lot more if I'm going to enjoy this movie. Now, yeah. I did. And then they go to Earth. So does the movie pick up on Earth or did I get very uh, into this movie mm. at the right time? Who knows? Mm. But this movie, I love this movie when we hit uh, New York City. Here we go. Yeah. It's great. Well, before he gets to New York City, the mayor shows up and he's all pissed off that Dollman has saved the day, you know, because of the whole ultra violent shit. Now we cut back to Dollman's dingy apartment. It is a very Blade Runner-esque apartment. If you've ever seen that film, which God knows everyone listening to the show probably has or needs to see it. Uh, And he turns the TV on in which he learns that the encounter he literally just left has killed 27 people and that we also find out apparently now he's a former cop. Then they mention something about the Fillmore incident. Mm. Some, some trivia dirty Harry is referenced when one character reminds brick Bardo played by Tom Thomerson, Tom Thomerson about his past yeah. trouble in the Fillmore district. A famous similar exchange happened in dirty Harry. Would you believe it? So apparently Albert Puyon just loves Dirty Harry and hates a little nod. A little, a little nod. nod. As he goes to settle in for the night, a mysterious gunman shows up, blasting holes through his apartment. He tells Dollman that, quote, an old friend wants to see him, then uses some device to remotely knock him out. It is completely unexplained, and we have no context for that either. We cut to a derelict wasteland where the gunman is standing over Dollman's body. He injects something into his neck, and tells him to wake up. 
So in the first 15 minutes, the footage of the city on Arturus are recycled shots of New Chicago from Buck Rogers in the 25th century, 1979. Ooh. How odd? How odd is How that? Fantastic. I, I mean, look, all these movies, like I think the, the last like four movies we've watched have all been shot on short ends. Using recycled footage, especially for stuff that's like in the public domain at that point, is just like a cheap way to be able to obfuscate having to spend money on anything else. And I honestly am 100% here for it. Sure. It's the guy at this who point. Woke up, uh, the guy who woke him up, by the way, I also thought was Jackie Earl Haley. <laughs> just thought every character was Jackie Earl Haley. You know, was, from this point was, forward, every character is. I, I would is. watch yeah, I would watch a remake of this movie where Jackie Earl Haley plays every single character. Like Eddie yeah. Murphy? Yeah. Yeah, make it a comedy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, this movie is kind of is a comedy without it attempting to be one. <laughs> so at this point, over the shoulder of the, the gunman, we see a head on a drone. Okay. A head on a drone. Now the 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 head on the drone is great, and then it cuts to him actually sitting there, and you go, "Oh, that's a different head. Uh, that's a very different head." I love this guy, man. He's in um, yeah. like Superstore and Twin Peaks. He's in a ton of stuff. He's also in uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Mm. Yeah, oh, that's wow. right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I recognize. And honestly, him I, I couldn't even tell you the guy's name is, but when you see his face, you know who he is. Now, the head on the drone, it tells him that he saw the news. He mentions that after the last encounter with Dollman, that his head is literally all that's left of him. They banter back and forth about how many body parts the Dollman has blown off of him. And it's at this point in the film, and we're like 10 minutes in, I'm like, how the fuck is this a real movie? And somehow, it very much is a real movie. He tells Dollman that he wants 50,000 molecular ions and if he doesn't get them, he'll set off a, a, a supernova nuclear bomb or something that will, quote unquote, rip the dimension apart. Which, like, dog, if you're going to do that, like, unless you got some fucking fancy spaceship to protect yourself, like, it's just you're just killing yourself. He's a head, Patrick. True. He is a head. That dude has had so many body parts blown off of him. He's like, let's go. Here's a bomb for my last little part of myself. I guess. So the, the head tells one of his goons to use Dollman's gun to blow his hand off. Before he can do so, however, Dollman raises his hand, showing a circular light, which sucks the gun back to him. He then pulls the trigger and literally explodes two guys into chunks of viscera and ooze. I, I was down for this. Like this was metal as hell. The, it was metal as hell. Like, yeah, you just fucking, gotta leave me here. Yeah, the, the little Jedi pull action to then just yeah. destroy them. I call that a Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. Then we get. Oh, we get my this, hand like, has a blue yeah. thing that yeah. uh, pulls that gun back to me. So like, he blows like one dude. Literally, just is completely blown to nothing to absolute mist blood mist is all that's left and then the other guy that he shoots apparently he's just like nothing but just like two arms ahead and then just goop and i don't know how the how you stay around for that that's a that's a surprise that was a surprising uh, couple lines by that guy some yeah, he, yeah. Somehow. Some unconfirmed trivia for this movie. That guy mm -hmm. being turned to goop is actually where Gwyneth Paltrow got the idea for goop. Goop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Goop labs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure from double Dolman. check. You guys can, can fact check that on the online, but I'm Sources pretty sure I read that. Not cited. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's during this moment where Dollman decides to erase the one person who's still somehow alive, that the head escapes and flies off in a spaceship. We then cut to outer space. The head is being chased by Dollman. The spaceships are going too fast, and both ships break through some sort of wormhole, and then Dollman throws up on himself. Been there. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Been there. Been there. We cut to the wreckage of Dollman's ship on an alien planet. But is it alien? No, it's not. It's planet Earth, baby. Oh, I love 90s music. Yeah, it's great. We then get a montage, and it's cut to the streets of, of South Bronx. We see crack dens, sex workers, graffiti, an armed robbery, 
in a bodega that doesn't sell butter, but will just give you random butter in a cup from the back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We see the gang from the armed robbery get cut off by Jackie Earl Haley. Yes, finally. He mumbles something indecipherable and then unloads an entire clip from his Uzi into the car. Oh, no. He says with a very thick uh, New York accent, you must be in the wrong neighborhood. And then lights him up. You heard better than me because all I heard was, (laughs) now let's Jack Earl Haley, guys. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about this for a second, because there are some of these shots in this uh, in this little montage that I'm I'm convinced these people did not get paid for like mm-hmm. i think some of those sex workers are actual sex sex workers in the 90s walking around the south bronx the one there's a homeless dude with a bag on his head yeah. that you is shown multiple, multiple times, times. Yeah. yeah and i guarantee you that dude didn't make a dime for this movie and, and it wouldn't be the first time in save trash cinema history that there have been real sex workers on on screen it wouldn't be the second time either uh homeless one i i can't speak to the homeless person but there you think is they gave him that butter? You think they gave we him that butter from the back? Butter from the back, yeah. yeah. Butter, butter from the back. We definitely have a trend of having real sex workers on screen yeah. during these movies. Now, we then cut to a woman. She's being she's accosting a drug dealer for peddling smack on her block. Mm. And honestly, at this point, I'm thinking this is the least of her worries. I'm we pretty sure see... this, this movie actually mm. also doubles as a Jennifer Lopez biopic, I think. Mm. I think I, I believe that woman mm. is supposed to be Jennifer Lopez. Oh. It could be. Yeah. Was also, she... her block is like um, one industrial block of, <laughs> of like like the U-Haul uh, block of the South Bronx. Uh, yeah, I can't I can't wait to discuss what her job is, but we'll yeah, get to what her we'll job is here in a minute. Now, we see the same lady that was accosting the drug dealer. She's leading a seminar for the Neighborhood Watch. She mm. introduces the local police captain. He's a twat and he claps way too much. She gives him some shit about his clapping and asks him how much or what he's going to do to clean up the block. He gives some political mumbo jumbo, but according to the musical accompaniment, she isn't buying it. Mm. On her walk home, a, ca- a car of street punks drive up and kidnap her. Been there. The next morning, they drive to an abandoned quarry and try to kill her. Unfortunately for them, Dollman has now regained consciousness. Oh, yeah, he's here. <laughs> and he's on the prowl. Surprise, however, the reason Dollman is called Dollman is because, like we mentioned in the overview, this motherfucker is 13 inches tall. Don't worry, though, his gun still packs an absolute fucking wallop, and he blow- blows a hole through two of the men before they flee the scene. Here's something I'll say. I think if this movie were made... 10 years later, 15 years later, there would have been, and like, sure, that would, I guess, maybe not make it trash cinema, perhaps. But I feel like one of the the qualms I have with this movie is that there was a lot of potential left on the floor for the size differential with Dollman and the head and these other characters. So, like, they they definitely, like, use it a few times, but I feel like they didn't use it enough. And probably the reason they didn't use it as much is because of budget, right? Like, it, it... probably would have been tough but that was like one of my biggest issues but is like you say he's a doll man but i feel like you didn't really do a lot to back that up and like i don't know what i'm hearing from you right now patrick is what you wanted to see was a scene where doll man was inserted into a woman's vagina yes me too thank god we finally are starting to talk about this listen (laughs) i think the, the fact that there's only one scene where a 13 inch man is discussed in a sexual way is criminal to this movie that is the biggest crime to this movie is that that is not the only thing talked about is this 12 inch 13 inch dude i mean look this movie 1991 this movie walked so that the ending in the cupboard 1995 could run like i Mm. i think i'm i think it makes sense right no no i agree but like yeah i don't know there was just some missed potential in there for me i also that 12 inches looks pretty small like i'm gonna start i'm gonna start saying that i i'm 12 inches sure <laughs> so well doll man while confused stumbles around yelling that he hates giants which leads to the conclusion that doll man has encountered and most likely killed giants before i do like that implication that like very yeah. subtle line of like we this man has been places 
He's 100% bit places. Now, Dolmen, after shooting the people, gets back to his ship, but is scared by the lady who's leaning over the window now. She, however, seems more amused by his stature than terrified of this gun-toting action figure. Some, uh, how about some little trivia about Dollman himself, Tim Tomerson? Please. Mm. Uh, after this, he went on to work with director Albert Pune again on the 1992 classic Nemesis. How about that? You know, so in 1990, Pune releases the Captain America film, which honestly would destroy anyone's career. Sure. And he makes Dollman. And honestly, I think revived his career then tim tomerson decides to do nemesis which probably ruined his career again yeah some people just aren't aren't built for it you know what i mean was tim tomerson captain america no no he wasn't oh. i forgot who the actor was who played was it Jackie Earl Haley? i wish it was i honestly think the movie would have way better reputation if it was was it yeah, human tim... target lead number two jackie Earl haley tim tomerson was the bucky barnes to jackie Earl haley's steve rogers sweet beautiful yeah. My Beautiful. God, if they're not if they're not reading Johnny in the new Fantastic Four, I'm gonna freak out. Yeah. Well, the lady tells Dollman they need to flee, but Dollman is not interested. So she just picks up his shoebox sized spacecraft and hauls his ass back to her apartment. For a After really the- long time, by the way. They show yeah. so many shots of him in one of those like bad Disney simulator chairs, just shaking around. Well, after they leave, Jack Earl Haley shows up and finds the crashed <laughs> remains of the head and his spaceship. The head explains that he's a visitor from another world and tells the two goons he plans on conquering their world and tells them that he has a bomb that will, quote unquote, rip their dimension a new asshole. Yeah. As one might, the two goons decide to team up with him. We cut to the lady's apartment. We find out that she has a kid and her kid thinks that Dollman is a toy. She starts to probe Dollman for info about him. He does a quick exposition dump and then blows up her table trying to kill a cockroach. She then <laughs> tells him not to use the gun around her anymore. And he does for about 30 minutes. My not wife has minutes. blown uh, sides of our table off shooting at cockroaches before. Yeah, for sure. I, I fully understood that. I 100% believe if we had a gun in this house, Sydney would put holes in everything trying to kill any insect that she could find. Mm-hmm. She goes to like the most drastic measures to, to just wreak havoc on the bug world. It'd be game over. It would be back at the goons hideout. Jack Euro Haley has a long makeout session with a girl. And then she gets, he gets pissed off when he finds one of his boys, one of the survivors from before the doll man shot mm-hmm. has leaked his, his intestines all over his pool table idiot how about some spicy trivia Cayman? spicy trivia this is i mean hey i only included this just to fuck with you i i i, I see that now jackie earl haley star of what was that show long man human target human target long man human target <laughs> and uh the 1990 classic captain america and samantha phillips who is playing uh, jennifer lopez in this biopic no, 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 uh, no, no. This is the girl that he's making out with. Oh, I'm, I, my, my apologies. Yeah. L- let, let me yeah. let me take it back. Jackie Earl Haley, Captain America, and Samantha Phillips, the woman he's making out with, were said yes. to have slept with one another offset during filming. A, a really key piece of trivia for no this one. Film. This means nothing, but honestly, I just wanted you to feel uncomfortable yeah. while recording because I don't think we have enough uncomfortable moments in this Yeah, no, period. for sure. I think, no, I, you know, I think that was your intention, and I think ultimately it backfired because that, I think, is one of the most important things we've ever said on this podcast actually also um as a former actor you could probably say that about any two people who have any sort of makeout scene in any uh film or tv show or theater piece and 95 percent of the time probably be right probably was that an omission of guilt including jeremiah Hunt? i jeremiah. also slept with jackie earl haley when we had a makeout scene <laughs> and and i slept with jeremiah when we played opposite each other in rent that's right. Fantastic. Yeah. One of the other goons informs him about Dollman, and in his frustration with this seeming nonsense, he kills the injured guy. Keep in mind that Jack Earl Haley literally just made a truce with a floating head that has a bomb powerful enough to rip open the space-time continuum, but no, 
a 13-inch man with a bazooka gun is too far-fetched. Fuck you, Jackie Earl Haley. Fuck you. He's listening right now. Oh, you know 100%. He, anytime Dollman pops up, he has to be involved. Yeah, it's, He's got it's a Google like, alert for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's like the Voldemort situation. You would be name, shocked. Boom. He actually messaged me when he found out we were doing Dollman, and he was like, Cayman, I really want to be on your show so I can set the record straight. And I said, wow. Jackie, Jackie, you can't be on the show because we need to make sure the record is not straight. Jackie, we're going right. to lie a lot, yep. okay? And it turns out he was just going to try and serve you cease and desist letters of Probably. talking about Dollman. Probably. It's like uh, Matthew McConaughey when you bring up Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation. Mm. He gets super angry and storms out. I get it. So if I ever meet him, the only thing I'm going to say to that man is tell me about your experience with Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the next generation. And I hope that he goes back to Texas where he belongs and never Mm. leaves it again. Wow. (laughs) He's really you're coming out swinging this week. Hot take artist is in today. Wow. Let's be honest, guys. Matthew McConaughey could suck a dick. The wow. head tells Jack Earl Haley <laughs> that the only person who can stop them is Dollman and tells Jackie Boy to go kill him soon. So Jack Earl Haley tells the gang that he's going to go see Debbie. We now find out what the lady's name is because they haven't mentioned it for the first fucking part of the movie. Her name's Debbie. And Debbie's Dollman a lesson. So we then come back to Dollman as he looks over an instruction manual trying to fix his spacecraft. Debbie's son says... He knows who can help him and brings over his best friend, Gerald, amongst a cavalcade of other people. Because what is more, you know, entertaining than watch a man leaf through a instruction manual, Cayman? Mm. Really riveting stuff. Really riveting stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, a lot of this movie for real is like uh, like they chose the boring before the exciting part scene to show us. And then mm. the exciting part happens, but we miss that part. Yeah. And then yeah. we go to the next, like, it's like we're uh, making tea before we go out and we kill a bunch of mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really, they really tea. leave a lot of the imagination to the audience. Mm. I don't know if that's necessarily true because immediately after Debbie disperses the crowd who are very interested in seeing a 13 inch man, Jack Carroll Haley shows up with about 30 dudes looking for doll man. Mm. Now, Dollman doesn't fuck around. He proceeds to literally kill every single person <laughs> besides Jack Earl Haley. And that's what we call moving the plot along, boys. There we go. There it is. All right. It's pretty obvious at this point that this film is very much influenced by Dirty Harry. Yes. Came in. I mean, I think so. 100%. Now, Jack Earl Haley he makes it back to the hideout. And he's got a, a hole in his gut that is profusely bleeding everywhere. Now, the head tells him he'll help save his life if Jackie helps set off the bomb and fix his ship or, or something along those lines. Honestly, at this point, nothing matters because Doll Man is just ripping and tearing some ass. <laughs> he then tells him that Jackie works for him and he will do what he says. Unfortunately, you can't tell the future Oscar-nominated actor for Little Children to do anything, and he promptly smushes the head like a cockroach. Which, I like this part. I like this part, too. Like, st- fucking something finally happened. And they figured out whatever that little oozy Oh, man, just killed 30 thing. fucking dudes. That's hilarious. Snooze Fuck you, Patrick. Whatever they Fuck did, whatever you. they used for that dude's, like, top of his head with all the ooze on the sides really worked. Yeah. I was like, I believe that that's that dude's head on the I on the table. I love that they add in like an Alka Seltzer because it, it's just like foam. Oh, I've yeah. never seen anyone's body foam like that before, but oh, the head yeah, does, which I guess if you're just a head who can still talk and do everything yeah. a body would do just without the rest of the body, you would have to have some machinery that would probably foam. Sure. Right. Um, have you been to Arturo Cayman? Fuck off. I, you're right. <laughs> who knows what guy. the... Who this knows what the, the inner workings of Heads can fly on, on computer fans and spill out ooze. That's fine. A lot of fat. That's how fuck it works. So this this point, after crushing the head and being healed, Jackie tells, or healed in quotations, Jackie tells someone off screen to go get the homies together yeah. because they're going to war against somebody's the in the wrong man. neighborhood. I was wondering if... <laughs> The, the you know dropping the the phrase homies here. I was wondering. I wonder. You know those. You remember? 
you go to Publix and the little 25 cent machine, those little homies, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, does still exist? I wonder if that was like a, some product placement. Could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, they so? literally, I, I'm not like um, exaggerating. I'm not adding yeah, to the no. script here when I say Jaguar Haley, a white man, literally uses the word homies in a non-ironic way. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I think it's product placement. You know what? We should do some research and see how well homies sold yeah. after the release of Dollman. <laughs> There's a spike. Back at the apartment, Dollman exposition dumps about his family. Apparently his family was killed, but before he can divulge any more information, Debbie cuts him off and then babbles on for an extended period of time about gangs, kids, and explains how water is used to put out fires. Mm. We've all heard this this Jennifer Lopez speech before. We have. I yeah. saw, it was in Serena. Yeah. It was in Geely. Selena. Selena, that's what Serena. I said. What did I say? Serena. Back, yeah, uh, back when yeah. J-Lo played Serena Williams, uh-huh. the, that famous... Boys, I'm fucking angry right now. Do you really want to step in this hornet's nest? Because I'm gonna, I'm kicking Patrick off the show after this because obviously ah, this finally. movie is fucking fantastic. And then he had the gall at one point to be like, "Oh no, this movie's not fantastic." And that's a bullface lie. And I won't take lying on my show. Speaking of lying on my show, Jennifer Lopez makes an appearance in the next five minutes. So let's get to that. <laughs> the next morning, Debbie leaves for work, which has something to do with toxic waste. Mm-hmm. what the fuck do they do in the south bronx and everything's a warehouse and toxic waste is just exist look openly. you've obviously never been to the south bronx toxic waste everywhere right everywhere. most of most of the employment in the south bronx is toxic waste observers uh like these ladies insane outside of her apartment jackie shows up and unfortunately for him that wound that was supposed to be healed eh, wasn't healed it ain't exactly. Healed. And hold on, wait, we got to go womp back. Womp. The toxic waste uh, scene is the only scene in the movie where they make reference to this dude thirteen inches being dick size. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's like on the bus ride home, she's with a That's, friend of hers. Yeah, and the girl definitely makes a comment which alludes. To I wish how I could wants. be with some guy that's got. 12 inches or yeah also i mean i don't want to jump ahead but the, the very last line of the film also does this but we'll get that there. is true that's we'll true it is yeah, a waste she, but it's only those two times though. she definitely alludes that she wants to shove doll man up her um private part oh yeah which i'm a, i don't part. know you have said so many raunchy things on this show and you stopped yourself with private part I've never singular. seen a vagina in person <laughs> before oh a, a vagina uh not sure what a vagina is. I don't know. Vagina. Where's the where's the clitoris at exactly? Oh, oh boy, here we go. All right, I'm we'll talk about share it off my mic. screen. Please, okay, <laughs> we're getting this. All right, after Debbie's done working, she gets off the bus and <laughs> she's kidnapped for a second time in this movie. By How Jackie many times does, does she get kidnapped on like a weekly basis? Oh, They're just telling the yeah. truth. They're retelling the life of Jennifer Lopez. Right. Jennifer Lopez is like, oh, damn it, it's so Thursday. Weird. It's Thursday. Yeah. Ah. Thought it was Wednesday. I'm getting kidnapped again mm-hmm. today. Someone off screen runs into the apartment, tells everyone that Debbie is in the process of being kidnapped for the second time. Doll man in his 13 inch body sprints across what's left of the table, jumps five feet. I'd probably say because this apartment is literally five feet wide and about 10 feet long, but there's mm-hmm. enough space between the table and the window. Just about five feet hauls ass through the window literally shatters through it and i love it because they do a cut of the window later and the hole is just like five inches big it looks like someone threw a baseball through a window (laughs) and i was like i kind of thought that was like a fun little yeah i I needed more of that i love that little like this is also gets the next part which i think is absolutely incredible through the window lands on the car and then rides it back to a dump that everyone's hanging out at and He's hanging on, and there's multiple shots of him hanging on. And I don't know if you guys have seen it. You guys have probably seen it. Uh, do you remember, like, have you ever seen people driving down the interstate who have, like, the Buzz Lightyear and mm-hmm. the Woody from Toy Story mm-hmm. where they, like, have them hanging off the bumper so it's, like, a shot from, like, the original movie? Yeah. This is oh. exactly what it looks like, but this is just in a movie. Mm-hmm. They they used a real doll. Oh, and yeah. got those hands, like, glued onto the window. Yeah. He was 100% that was super glued. Super glued in been there so 
Dollman obviously gets off the car because he needs to do such. And he infiltrates the dump. And then we cut to see Jack Earl Haley dying. Just like his career after playing Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. How dare you? Fuck you, Jeremiah. I love that movie. Yeah, well, you're, you're a rat wrong. in a maze. He says that in every movie. You're a rat in a maze. <laughs> a thousand percent. If you should see him in Little Children after he cuts his penis off. You're a like rat holding, in a maze. He's holding his penis and he's just looking at it and he's like, you're a rat in a maze. That's it. God, that's why God, I almost I love wanted. Shutter Island. Yeah. He literally almost won an Oscar for that movie. Could you imagine if we were talking about an Oscar, Oscar winning winning yeah. actor? I feel like they they really fucked up. Also, Little Children is both a fantastic book and also a fantastic movie. So mm-hmm. once you're done watching Doll Man, try to find that because it's great. Sitting right around there on my bookshelf. Hell yeah, it's fantastic. After assuming that Doll Man has not shown up to save Debbie, all of his goons start to load up in vans. Before they can leave, though... Dollman blows up all of the vehicles, making it easy on me. Literally everyone. It's a, it's what a great conceit to have somebody wait long enough that every gang member hops in the same van that you can then shoot and blow up. I thought that was great. Now it took too long. Like this part, I really like this movie. This part takes too long. Like the the climax of the movie, I'm like. He's standing on a rock and watching people for a really long time in this hour and 20 minute movie. We're not even talking about the part where he like to be able to get into the position to see the vans to shoot. He has to take like what when he picks it up, it looks like a uh, like a piece of rebarb. Yeah. But then when it cuts to his small version, it's just like one really long, thin stick. And he just like whaps the dude right in the forehead and like knocks him out. And then the dude right. ends up waking up and starts firing at him. But you're shooting at a 13 inch man. Obviously, you're going to miss. Yeah. But don't worry. Dollman is still able to kill everyone that he needs to kill in that moment. They have one shot in this, too, where he goes through one of those like drain pipes or whatever. But it, it looks like the one practical shot in this movie where there's just a massive like pipe for him to hop into and walk down. Like I, I have no idea where they found that. That drain probably at the toxic release to place. That drain pipe takes this 13 inch man, like 50 yards in the matter of seconds. Oh yeah. There's also a scene. I want to say it's here. It might be a little bit later where he's going through the drain pipe. So he gets disgusting. He's so gross. And then it shows him like come out and he like runs, but he's completely clean again. And then like half mm. a second later, he's completely dirty again. And like, if that's not some trash cinema, boys, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're not also what being twelve inches long. Uh, thirteen. Sorry, thirteen inches long means so. We just got to make sure we're, we're being, sometimes you're clean, you know. We just got to make sure we're being a hundred percent honest with everything we say on this podcast. Everything that's right. we say. That's what uh, Jack anyway, Hale back to J Lo. How about some? Uh, how about some trivia? So, Quality Comics used to have a superhero called Dollman Cayman, whose real name was Daryl Dane. The Quality Comics characters were. Uh, bought out by DC Comics in the mid-50s, and he and the others were made into a team called the Freedom Fighters. There have also been several Freedom Fighter series, and a Dollman character has appeared in all of them. Dollman has never appeared in any of other forms of media, though. So so what you're saying, Cayman, is this Dollman from the comics is the Dollman we just saw, or they just share a name? They just share a name, Got which I, I would say, like, I'd be remiss to point out that I do 100% believe, you can quote me on this when it happens, that Dollman will appear in James Gunn's sequel to... The second, the second season of mm. uh, of a uh, peacemaker. We're gonna, mm. we're gonna see Dollman. Okay. Uh, I was gonna ask if this he is... would be in Flashpoint or not. Uh, if Jackie Earl Haley suddenly showed up in Flashpoint with what if Kevin they? Oh what if they recast God. Ezra Miller as uh, with Jackie Earl Haley? Jackie Earl Haley finally, finally. Yeah. I, it's about time. Ezra Miller is a problem. Yeah, he is a yeah. problem, <laughs> or they're a problem. Yes, they are. They're a problem. The fuck, we they are a problem. This. Sorry, they're a problem. We Sorry, yes. Uh, okay, um, back to. Where but also, they keep beating the shit out of people. In they yeah. keep being a huge piece of shit. So you know, fuck them. Um, Debbie, she tries to escape, but Jackie, Jackie boy, chases her down and fires about seventeen clips worth of bullets in her general direction. Mm-hmm. Pure stormtrooper aim at this point. Mm-hmm. Dollman tracks them into a warehouse and after a brief encounter blows Jackie Earl Haley's arm clean off. Had to happen. 
Then some Kentucky Fried Asshole shows up. And though he dies at the hands of Dollman, Dollman loses his gun. Hmm. With one remaining arm, the half-dead Jackie boy steals the gun, which is roughly the size of a paperclip. Too bad Dollman has that cool hand power and steals it right back. back. Bring it back. Here's the thing. I would... I would rather uh, I'm I'm thankful that they showed blue hand thing at the beginning, because if this was just the one time that he put his hand out and blue thing popped out and then suddenly he had the gun, I would have been super pissed. So thank God they showed that in the first scene. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's uh, I kind of wish you used the hand thing more. I also kind of wish he would use it like we'd get a real sexual scene of him rubbing one out with his hand thing. Because I feel like that's like a Jesus crucified whole hand thing. Mm, you know? Sure. I thought it was the force. I thought that's where George Lucas found the uh, the motivation to, to create the force was from Ooh. the 1991 film Dollman. Yeah. Could George Lucas traveled back in time. Yeah, right. No, I think, yeah, no, I saw Dollman. Right. Yep. Went back. Saw Doll made Man. Star Wars. Yep. Right. yep, yep you're right. Made, made Star Wars. Honestly, everything in this movie is still 100% better than anything Jar Jar Binks has done. I honestly disagree. I 100% think you're a liar. And I also want to point out that there is a comic that is technically canon in the Star Wars universe in which Jar Jar Binks' dad is so disappointed in Jar Jar Binks that he literally attempts to commit suicide because of his son. Look, Misa think you're crazy. Misa thinks you should shut the fuck up, Patrick, because... Before Dollman can blow Jackie Earl Haley's brains out like he deserves, Debbie steps in and tries to talk him off the ledge. Mm. This proves to be a mistake because Jackie sets off the bomb. Now, it's at this point where I guess no one thought about the fact that the bomb is now pretty much microscopic in size. And since it does about as much damage as I do after a late night binging of Taco Bell, which Ooh. roughly equates to a decimated toilet, cheesy gorgeous crunch, one really big bright light, and everyone survives besides yep. Jack Earl Haley. Obviously, that motherfucker's dead. He's missing an arm. Yeah, yeah, he can't run. He's missing an arm. He can't. Of course, he can't run. Been there. Well, I mean, he's also like I'm pretty sure he's. At this point, all of his organs inside have turned to goo. From the yeah, his whole that, right like, side is blood. Yeah, he's just right. fucked. He's just absolutely <clears throat> fucked. With Dollman and Debbie both safe, the film ends with Dollman seductively asking Debbie if size really does matter. Hey. Hey. Um, now, did, is there a there's not a post credit scene? Is there? Because I turned the movie off at this point. So I so did I miss anything about? The future of this cinematic universe? I fast forwarded to see if Nick Fury came in, but unfortunately he did not. M- but <laughs> Mick Turry. Yeah. But Tim Tomerson did uh, reprise his role uh, as Brick Bardo for Dollman versus Demonic Toys two years ago. I we got we gotta come back, right? Oh, we're coming back. Oh, I think I actually happened to back. I think I actually happened to have a vacation that week. Uh, but you can sit in for me. Came, uh, I would love me mind. and you, buddy. I, now, and who does Jackie Earl Haley play in in this? Does he play the demonic toy? Well, I mean, considering demonic toys would have been released before. It's like a whole other universe with demonic. To- we, we don't have time to really get into that. But it is important to point out that uh, we get a montage of scenes from the movie in a oh, really yeah. spicy techno dance yeah, track. That's part of the, movie. the credits officially roll it's and the then mix. once that sexy spicy techno dance track ends roll credits roll credits doll man some last minute trivia for you folks at home uh this movie was filmed back to back with the 1993 film arcade starring none other than a young seth green and the guy who mm. played ralphie in a christmas story uh the film's trailer reuses music from robocop 1987 how about that and finally, the movie is part of the notorious German Schlafatz series. Thus, it was aired in August 2020 on German TV television station uh, Tele5. Schlafatz is a German abbreviation, meaning the worst films ever. I was also reading, uh, yeah. I, I did a little bit of research on this and came and jump in and correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Dollman also shows up in other movies that like aren't a part of the Dollman series. Is oh, that yeah. true? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like he, yeah. he 
what spans other like he's in other things other than just like the doll man movies he's like in an episode of friends no uh, do you remember what this is cayman yeah no he yeah he shows up i know specifically he shows up in evil bong um an evil bong basically what happens in the movie is is when everyone like takes a rip off the evil bong they get they get transported their souls get transported to this bong world Oh, I've all, done that. I've have... smoked out of that evil bong before. Also, uh, he, <laughs> that knocked speaking, me the fuck out. Speaking of post-credit scenes, Jeremiah, in the movie Bad Channels, he has a post-credits cameo where he's searching for a girl called Bunny who is shrunk to be about his size. This is changed to Ginger through editing of the film, who then Ginger is in Dollman versus Demonic I'm, Toys. You guys, this is not real. You guys, this is real. I swear. I'm reading this. So off of Tim Tolman as Dollman comes into just random ass movies and yeah. is doll man just searching for something at the very yeah. least he's in bad channels in 1992 no, he's uh, in, in the post credit scene in a this post-credit was, scene they were this was like uh you know will smith doing after earth uh, have you heard of this no oh god do you remember this uh movie came out in the i remember, yeah, I remember. gary Witta written after yeah. earth gary Witta's after earth they uh they had like a a 375 page outline of what this world was going to be and they were going to make movies and TV shows and it was supposed to be like a big universe uh that uh, they were going to have like toys and video games and whatever now it's obviously not cuz the dead on impact really bad but you're telling me that Dollman was the same way they were just trying to get him in anything yeah i mean so Bad Channels is a 1992 American science fiction spoof direct-to-video film produced by Full Moon Features and released by Paramount Home Video. It's about two aliens who invade a radio station with the intention of capturing female humans by using radio broadcasts. He's in that post-credit scene, which then leads into Dollman versus Demonic Toys, apparently. Mm. Wow. He's, like I said, he was in, he's an evil bong alongside uh, other Full Moon characters such as Ooga Booga. And um, the ginger dead man, which so after the, the full moon ginger, characters yeah. are the ones that all meet up with oh, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah the there's full moon cinematic master, universe. There's it's a the puppet master versus the demonic the, dolls. There's evil FMCU. bong versus ginger dead man. Yeah, have there's, we not talked about the FMCU, Jeremiah? I yeah, I'm not fam- I'm not as familiar with the yeah, FMCU as I am with other MCUs. That's my bad. well. Let me tell you, there's also ginger weed man. So wow. take that information. I've got some work to do. How you will. Well, boys, we finished trivia, and as we do in every episode, a little final thoughts. And I hate to even ask Patrick what his final thoughts are on the film, but I feel him. obliged to do look, so. So just go ahead and ruin our nights, Patrick. Look, <laughs> I, we it's been pretty obvious that I didn't like this movie, and it's I actually would put this below Samurai Cop uh, on my shit. list. Uh, but I do want to read this uh, five-star review from Letterboxd as my final thoughts. Please. Sydney says, unironically, one of the most inspiring movies of all time. Mm. Five out of five. That's five it. out of five. That's all she I says. Wanna know, but I want to know what Sydney What is happening Sydney. in Sydney's life that this movie inspired? Well, her? listen, Sydney was on the Campus Movie Fest uh, YouTube channel where she was watching uh, movies from her own college uh, and then accidentally switched over and got Dollman and thought that it was still part of the campus movie fest. And she was like, this person made a, an hour and 20 minute long movie with nothing, no, no money, nothing. And they made it inspiring. So she was just sure. sorely mistaken. Could, could Sydney perhaps be not a woman, but a man. And the man was the man that had the plastic bag over his head. And mm. Dollman, he indeed got some money from it, and it turned his whole life around. Sure. And then he got a letterbox account. Yeah. If was not, Sydney a surname for Jackie Earl Haley writing a review oh, about his own performance in this movie? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Now well, I'm worried. You know do you know what that yeah. makes you, Cayman? Makes you a rat in a maze. <laughs> I'm a little worried that that Sydney is actually my fiance who didn't watch the movie with me, but somehow snuck behind my back, pulled off watching the film and then started a letterboxed account. Didn't tell him about that either. <sighs> and she's living a double. Li- I think my fiance is living a double life. For, where she is inspired by doll man for Sydney's sake. I hope that's not true. Well, Patrick, we hate you. So Jeremiah, <laughs> why don't you tell us your final thoughts on doll man? I, 
I'm not going to tell you the full story of my New York theater debut. Well, one day we'll we'll have that conversation. A mini set. But I, when I did my New York acting debut and my parents showed up uh, that night, I spent the entire night going, man, I really wish you hadn't flown up here uh, to see this. And it, it's not that it was necessarily like bad or, uh, I mean, it was bad, it, but it wasn't like uh the worst thing I've ever done. Right. But I just wanted to bury it. So this movie, as much as I like it, I think everybody involved in it wishes it was buried. So maybe we don't save it. Maybe this one goes in the dumpster fire. Okay. Well, I know that Patrick obviously is canning this unequivocally movie. canning this film. Jeremiah, are you canning it as well? I'm thankful. I saw it. I want to, I want to can it so that I'm one of the only people who ever saw it. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we have two cans. Yeah, and, you're outvoted uh, on this one. Sorry, Cayman. This is a shame because guess what, boys? You'd be shocked to know. I'm, I'm saving gonna this. I'm going to save it. Holy shit. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. No, look, I, I think what we're missing out here is, is we're judging this movie too harshly based on the fact quality. that both of you suck. <laughs> and <laughs> we're judging it on quality. Very good point, Jeremiah. Yeah, but like, bummer of a thing to judge it on. Yeah. Continue, what, yeah. When I look at a trash cinema film, and there's been trash cinema I've watched that I'm like, this movie, there's no human should ever sit through this drivel. But for me, Doll Man is kind of important for a few things. The first one is the fact that the movie is one, just unequivocally insane, absolutely insane. And then the other thing I think is like probably the most important part of this is that Jackie Earl Haley approaches this film like this is going to be nominated for an Academy Award. He does like go for it. Every scene he's in, this motherfucker chews through the scenery. Like he is he's so invested. He is so invested. And no one else in this movie gives a flying fuck about being there, especially Tim Tomerson who you could tell is just like, man, I'm here for a paycheck, and somehow Correct. this is turning into a reoccurring cameo for me. Stu was in Tracer's voice, okay? And so he's in Doll Man. The movie is insane. I didn't find it to be boring. I know, Patrick, that was your big thing, is you felt the movie was just boring and a waste yeah. of time. I didn't find that that way. I honestly just kind of enjoyed just kind of how bad shit it was from the very opening fat people shaming <laughs> to the very end of the film where it's just Jack Earl Haley just losing his shit the whole movie. Yeah, it was fun. I thought it was really fun and I'm going to save it, but I understand like this is definitely a movie. I think you, you have to be in a mood for something that's just weird because yeah. at I the end of the day, I want to see the, weird. I want to see the remake. Like I want somebody to redo it because it, it, it the has all the is fun. The premise it has cool. all the potential in the world. Yeah. And the, and the fact that like, like if you asked me to, to review or to like recap this movie, I'd be like, okay, they're on a weird planet and the fat thing. And then they are on earth and there's a massive montage of what New York looks like in 1990. And then there's like a weird battle that nothing really happens. Like I, I want to see it where, and honestly, I want fucking Jackie Earl Haley back as doll man. I want you to bring him back to be doll man. I want him to wear his sunglasses the entire time. Why he took his sunglasses off when he got to earth, when he was wearing them in the middle of the fucking night on his own planet beyond sure. me, have no clue. I thought that was going to be a thing. And then suddenly I'm seeing his eyes and I'm like, Oh, I don't care about you. I, I want uh, I want to see it done right. And maybe that's us, boys. Maybe we are the Ooh. ones to do it. Whoa. I mean, yeah, I, I think I, that we could. I really agree, though. Like, I I hear what you're saying, Cayman. Like, and on, again, on paper, I think this movie is insane. But in practice, it just the insanity just like didn't feel insane to me. It just felt like D-level sci-fi. You know what mm. I mean? I think like, if everybody was going for it the way that Jackie is going for it. Sure, I would have liked yeah. it a little more. I think so. I think and Frank Collison, right? Is that his name? The head, the head was really yes. going for it too before he got smushed. Yeah. I was really bummed out yeah. when he got <laughs> when he got smushed early. In the yeah, film. I think the bummer for bo both of what you're saying is that the with Full Moon for them to be able to continue to make like these absolutely insane movies and they just continue to release shit that's just wild. They do all these movies in house and. 
the production value of those movies with the cost of everything increasing and unions and stuff, which I think unions are fantastic, but like with the inc- just the increased cost Cayman of everything. Hates unions. Good lord, Cayman. God <laughs> damn. This is just a rough episode, boys. Um, you know, it's their the production value has decreased exponentially. Sure. It, mm. Especially if you, you go back and you look at something like dolls or you look at something like trancers. Shit, even the first Ginger Dead Man has a way higher production value. Like a Gary Busey, uh, way higher production value than like the most recent films that Full Moon has released. Is there a chance that they one day Doll Man could be released and it be okay? I think I think so. Um, but I I don't know. I kind of look back on this and be like, this is one of those weird movies that you'll never see again. And I sure. think that's also kind of why it like holds a special place for me. Is because we'll never see a movie like this again. You're no right. Will I will never money. see this movie again. You're absolutely right about that. It's in my collection. So, you know, I can't really do much with it. But yeah, I mean, like, look, it's we'll never see this movie in movies like this being made with the same level of production value. You'll never get someone like Jack Carroll Haley to star in a movie like this. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, you can you can look back at things like Renee Zellweger, Matthew McConaughey, like we mentioned, both came from, uh, you know, the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation. Um, when we did Leprechaun, Jennifer Aniston Jennifer was in Aniston. Leprechaun. Like the way that movies are now with shit like Euphoria on TV, where really good actors and actresses are getting their start on stuff that's of high quality. They're not making garbage like this. Well, and, but that's the thing is know. that now, now, uh, now that we all have the technology to on our phones and stuff, people are making these things. They're just making them at home with no budget. I mean, these things come out on YouTube and stuff. And then some of those people get discovered from YouTube now, instead of being discovered from a movie like this, that actually had some money behind it, you know? Um, No, I think you're right. I, I think that the business just isn't the same anymore. So you're right. These movies won't be made like on the scale as much, but, uh, I thought, you know, I think it's really cool to see some of these people who you've seen in 150 other things show up at at a very early age doing this thing. I just I just wish the movie itself had been a little better, I guess. That's fair. Hey, I had a great time talking about it, though. But that's what matters. And hopefully the audience did, too, because if you the beautiful audience, if you've enjoyed the show, please rate, review and share the hell out of your friends, loved ones and worst of enemies. Honestly, word of mouth is key here. We aren't beggars. Also, yeah, give this one to somebody you don't like. Make them watch the movie. Or give this to somebody you do like and you just like fucking with people. (laughs) Guess what? Also, besides fuck you, Patrick, fuck you, Keith. Wow. I'm, you know, I'm slowly becoming Team Keith. You know what? I don't think you really want to. If you're interested in video games, you should check out our main podcast, the Spotlight Games Podcast, and all of your favorite streaming services. We also have a YouTube channel, so don't be a heathen and watch his banter about video games there as well. In the meantime, you can follow me at Kid Cayman. You can follow Patrick at Patrick Schwag on our, or our main podcast at Spot Games Pod on Twitter and Spot at Spotlight Games Podcast on Instagram. Jeremiah, where can they follow you? And this time, don't give them the wrong handle. Jeremiah P. Hobbs, Twitter and Instagram. Beautiful. Oh, have we confirmed? Beautiful. Are we sure? Yeah, I did. I, I did the research before I came on today. Great. Fantastic. And if you want to be part of the show, whether it be a guest host or have a movie recommendation, you can reach us at SaveTrashCinema at gmail.com or at SaveTrashCinema on all socials. Remember, five big box office, Save Trash Cinema. <laughs> wow! That's right, fat boy. And it's gonna blow a hole clean through this fat lady. And then blow a hole out of you. And that's gonna blow a hole out of the lady behind you. There's gonna be a lot of guts floating around in the laundromat. You know what I mean? That boy.